0: Welcome to Integrity Inspire, your daily dose of inspiration and motivation, featuring the bright and talented members of the Integrity Marketing Group family. Now, here's your host, Integrity co-founder and CEO, Brian W. Adams.
1: All right, hey everybody, thank you so much for joining today's Inspire Podcast. We are so excited to be back with you this Monday morning. We've had so many exciting announcements here at Integrity, and we just had so much fun on our podcast already beginning out the year here in 2022, and today is going to be another incredible podcast. First of all, I'd like to just say and take a moment to acknowledge Martin Luther King Jr. Day today, it's an incredible day, and one of our core values here at Integrity is is respect. Another one, service. And certainly with what Martin Luther King, Jr., and the legacy that he has left is really about serving the community and certainly about respect. And so I hope everybody really enjoys today and really reflects on what that means for just society as a whole. And and certainly look for ways also, especially as you see other great leaders in the world that have really stood up and said, look, I'm gonna help change the world. I hope this is another moment that we can all look at, at, you know, these type of days, especially on a day like today, and even think about what can we do today to continue to change the world for a better place, just in that same legacy. And so, certainly, I've been thinking about today as part of that. In addition, tomorrow is a big day. It is going to be Kendall's birthday. And so, I want to say happy birthday to Kendall. Thank you for everything you do here for integrity, Kendall. Hope you have an amazing birthday. Do you guys have any big plans? <laughs> wow! Oh, you just announced that to everyone. Thank you. Thank you for the happy birthday. We would, we would like uh... we would like for you to sing happy birthday to yourself. Just kidding. Just kidding.
2: <laughs> oh no! We a, um, I keep is...
1: forgetting. I keep forgetting to have people sing here lately. <laughs> I keep forgetting to ask that, so maybe maybe we need to ask that here in a minute. But what are the big plans here?
2: You know, I haven't truly really made a lot of plans yet, so maybe I'll do something spontaneous and it'll be awesome.
1: <laughs> well, happy birthday. I hope you, uh, hope you have, have a good one. I, I thought about singing you happy birthday, and I'm getting a bunch of texts right now people saying I should, but I don't think that that's probably a good idea for anybody. Did not didn't we try to sing "Happy Birthday" to somebody? There was like a yeah. and the the sound lag. Who was that? We tried to sing "Happy it was Birthday" to Brian too, Garrity. Oh my God, Brian Garrity! Brian Garrity, that is right. <laughs> Brian, hope you're doing well. We tried to sing "Happy Birthday" to Brian Garrity with all of us on on the phone, and it was like that momentary like mm-hmm. sound delay between phone calls or whatever. Oh my God, it was that was horrible. You remember how bad that was? Oh yes. Each singer picked a different key, a different time to oh, start. Yeah. We
0: it was lovely. Historically happy birthday moments, hasn't
1: gone well. It, it was one of those moments where you're singing and you're just like, How bad can you <laughs> mess up happy birthday?
0: We stuck it out to and the so end though. We all finished
1: we, the song. We owned it. We we owned it. I um uh, I, it's it's best. I, it, it, the only thing that could be worse is me trying to sing it to you by myself right now. So I'm I'm gonna skip that. But hope you have a happy birthday. And hope thank you very much. It's very kind. Well, hey, we've we've had so much fun here with so many incredible partner announcements, and I remember meeting this last this the next group that we're gonna partner with and announce right before I think COVID hit. And I remember just talking about some of the opportunities that we had and that we were looking at and that you sometimes you come in contact with people and you, you have a meeting and you just know like we've got to figure out how to become partners. And it's just one of those things where you just relate so quickly and you sit down and go, we just have the same core values, the same passion, the same heart for service, And I remember as we sat down almost two years ago, first time, sitting down thinking about this, about this new group. And so this has been one of those days I've had circled on my calendar for a while because I'm so excited to announce that AIP Marketing Alliance has now joined the Integrity family. As part of this partnership, Rick Kisser, the CEO, and his sister Kim Kisser, the CFO of AIP Marketing Alliance, We'll both become managing partners here at Integrity. And AIP Marketing Alliance has grown from their hometown roots in Troy, Michigan, to gain national presence and a great reputation for excellence in everything they do. And I remember sitting down with Rick a couple of years ago and just setting back going, man, that is somebody we have to figure out a way to become a partner with. And this business was really – started and founded in 1981 by Cheryl Kisser, and AIP, which is is Rick's and, and Kim's mom, and it quickly became a family business when their dad, David, joined the team, and together they grew this business from a small boutique agency to what they are today, and David and Cheryl's children, now leading the business with Rick and Kim, have grown this business to just an incredible incredible business, and over the years, AIP team and the Kisser family have built just such a strong reputation for their honest dependability and their ability to foster working relationships that last, and now, as part of the Integrity family, we're going to be able to come alongside them, provide them more products, more support, more services, more technology, and look at ways that we can grow faster, and so, as I said before, a couple of years ago, as we were thinking about this, This was one of those meetings that I knew when we walked away, it took us a while to get this done, but I knew one day we would be here announcing this as a partnership because there was so much commonality here that I was just committed, and I knew we were all committed to figuring out how could we put this together. So I'm excited to have Rick and Kim on the call today and welcome them to the Integrity family. Congratulations, Ricky Kim. We're so excited to
0: have you guys here with us. Oh, thanks, Brian. I can't tell you how excited Mm -hmm. I am. Uh, You are right. This took took a while to get done, but this is going to be a great day for us, for the Kisser family, and for our company. I can't tell you how excited we really are. The longer this goes on and the more that we get involved and the more that we see the things that are going on between us and, as you kind of say, coming along here with Right Upside, of us, it's fantastic. We just couldn't be more excited. I mean, we we spent a lot of time in this business, and it was kind of fitting. Uh, we hit 40 years uh, in 2021, right? 40 years in the business. Wow. And, you know, I've always looked at looked at what we've done and said, you know, we've obviously built a, a sustainable business to be in business that long, uh, to continue doing what we always do. And it's just beautiful that it kind of happened around the same time. You know, I kind of think back about my mom, Sherelle and what she started, and here we are 40 years later, partnering with the likes of Integrity. And like I say, it's been an incredible journey, and the closer and closer that we get, and the more that we work together, really trying to see some of these benefits of this partnership are really coming together. It's making me excited.
2: I'm extremely excited as well to have this opportunity to be a part of the integrity family. It has taken us a few years to get here. I, I know when you first sat down with Rick, you're right, it was it was right before COVID hit and then COVID yeah. hit and, and the craziness started. <laughs> but um, you know, it has been a journey and I couldn't be more excited and more happy and more happy for our employees, you know, they're going to be a part of something so big, so much bigger than we could have ever have given them and I know they're excited to be a part of it and we're so, so excited to be a part of the Integrity family.
1: Wow, we are so excited to be part of your family as well. In fact, we have five core values of Integrity and they're really about integrity, doing what we say we'll do, when we say we'll do it, about family and we partner with great family businesses and a business like yours that is built around service, which is another amazing part of our core values. And then really about respect and partnership and being able to partner with great family owned businesses, just like what you guys have built at AIP is such an incredible part about what we're doing here. And I, you're talking about family. I was recently with my mom and dad over the holidays. And my dad was laughing and we were talking about some of the big announcements we just had and about the employee ownership plan and some things. And my dad started laughing. We were talking about it and I said, man, what are you laughing about? And he said, he said, somebody just told me the other day that I was an overnight success. They couldn't believe how, how quickly we had turned this into an overnight success. And he said, you know, what people don't realize is I went out on my own at 2003. And he said, you know, he's been doing this for like 18 years. So if he's an overnight success, he's not a very good one. <laughs> and so my dad, it was kind of funny as you kind of you know, reflect on 40 years in business and what your your mom initially you know, started. And, and one of the things Rick and Kim you'll find about me is I, I mispronounce everything. Like I, I'm still confused if, if it's Jenga or Jenga on the whole damn thing because I mispronounced it one time, and, and then now it's in my head that I don't even know which one it is anymore. And Jim Sweeney, if he's on, he will probably be give me a hard time about that. But I, I mispronounce a lot of things, and I just mispronounced your mom's name as part of the introduction. So it's actually Sherelle. Is that right, Rick?
0: It is. It is. Just like the old Sherelles of the old day. For, for
1: that, just, uh, look, I, I, I grew up in a small town in West Texas. I, I don't know anything fancy, but that is certainly uh, – I wanted to make sure we corrected that. And then, Kim, you spell your name so interestingly. I spelled my name with a Y, Brian with a Y, and everybody misspells it. Everybody misspells it with an I, which I don't really care, whatever. But you spell Kim, K-Y-M. I'd love to hear just, you know, as we get started here, how did that come about?
2: I don't know. That's something I guess you're probably going to have to ask my mom about. <laughs> we, we need to get Chell on here but, and we'll talk about, but, about that. You know, it's it's funny because you say that, Rick, the the old Charells. The Charells were actually spelled with an S. So that's why everybody confuses mom's name because it's really Cheryl. Shirelle is actually with an S, the Charells. So, what is
1: Chirrell?
2: The Charells were a band back in, like, the 60s. Kind of oh. like the big entertainer. I can't think of her name. But, yeah, I think they had three people in the group. Like Cher? Yeah. No, not like Cher. Yeah. Oh, gosh, what is the singer's name? Diana Ross, kind of like the Diana Ross and the screen. Oh, yeah. And had the yeah, Shirelles. They had the Shirelles, yes, yes. So I always, yeah. always tease my grandma about that. You know, she really wanted everybody to, to pronounce my mom's name correctly, but she should have spelled it correctly then.
1: Well, it, you know, it, it's so funny. My my wife's name is Robin Laurie, and she was named after her grandmother. But they spelt Laurie. It was Laurie. Her name's Laurie. But they spelt her name different than than her grandmother's. And so I'm like, how did that happen? They are like, I, we don't know. Like, we, we don't know what we are thinking. But, but it, it's funny as you think about what's in a name, right? And we talk about this a lot of times, even with integrity is that there's just so much power in, in the name, right? And it's most important, you know, first name is the most important word in anybody's language is to know your name. And so it is interesting to learn more about people's names. And so I got to tell you, Kim, I love the way you spell your name. I think, especially from a guy with a Y, I think it it is just an amazing way to spell it. So I had to, I had to say that now. As we go back to your mom and dad, this is, this is an interesting story. We partnered with this amazing group, Nice Slash Fleming. If you guys don't know Tom and Maggie yet, you got to know Nice Slash Fleming. They're an amazing group. And I, I made the mistake on their podcast about Maggie Fleming's mom and dad started Nice Slash Employment, Eric and Alice Nice Slash. And I made the mistake of saying that their dad, had, her dad, had started the business. And she said, well, well hold on. Alice started the business, and she had to convince Eric to join. And as we were learning more about your business, I thought this was so interesting that your mom actually started the business and then convinced your dad to join. So if you guys don't mind, tell us a little bit more about how your business started and kind of what all that was about.
0: I'd love to, Brian. It is kind of an interesting story, and I will tell you that many times I hear the same thing. People think that my father started the business, and I don't know why that is. But my mom used to sell jewelry. It was called Sarah Coventry. And I don't know exactly. I was pretty young at the time. I just remember all these blue trays she had with all these rings. And she would do that kind of like the home shopping, right, where you would go. You would take yeah. all the stuff into a home, and everybody would invite their friends, and she probably you know, brought some cocktails or food over or whatever it was to get everybody to this house and sell jewelry. And somebody at one of those meetings invited my mother to come to what they called an opportunity meeting. You probably remember these from way back in the day. That's what no. it was called. And they went in and just started talking about the insurance business, talking about how to get involved and what it would turn into. And my mom, she saw it. She saw that this is something she wanted to try, that's something she wanted to get involved with. I think it really fit her nature, obviously being in sales a long time, but also when you really sit and think about the business we're in, Brian, and helping families with the products that we sell, I think mean, it was this perfect fit for her. And as the story goes, it took about six months. About six months later, as my mom got into this business and started selling and you know, got her license, I'm sure it was easier to get a license back then at the time, she slowly talked to my dad a little bit about it, and they saw the light that said, you know what, this is probably where we would like to build a future. So at that time, my dad sold his business, which was a U-Haul trailer lot, of all things, and started working with my mom. We got in, and, and that's kind of how the how the story went. I mean, 40 years later, obviously, we're still doing it, but it was an opportunity meeting. I think the woman's name was Wanda Tar. Got my mom in the That
1: business. is what an incredible story there. Look, I, I can relate on a bunch of different related notes on that. I, If you think about how fortunate, let, let's just take a moment to reflect on how fortunate it was that your parents got into the insurance business and, and really what doors that opened for you guys. And then you think about what happened in COVID, and, and I'm going to go off on a side tangent here for a minute, but where I live is a town in a suburb of Dallas, and In my town, there's a big plant, and I've become friends with the owner. They've got kind of this manufacturing area, and it's a business called Premier Manufacturing. And what they do is they have essentially jewelry shows that they bring in. And, man, for years you see them bringing in these big buses, and they go and tour their facility, and they're they're bringing all these ladies in primarily to do these door-to-door jewelry events, just like what your mom had originally done. And about a year ago, I see this four sale sign in this deal, and it says going out of business, everything must go. And so I, I literally, I'm driving with my wife and kids, and I pull over, and I, I stop, and I, I'm like, we got to go. Like, first of all, I'd always wanted to go in this big facility to see what was going on there, because we drive by it every day. So Robin, my wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, i got to go in here. Like, I want to see what this is. and so. You walk in, and every piece of jewelry they have is a dollar. Anything you want is a dollar. <laughs> and there's all these ladies, like, combing over, I mean, tens of thousands of pieces of jewelry. And it's like the size of two or three football fields. Like, just, it's crazy. And I go in, so we're kind of going through it, and my wife's kind of looking at it. And I end up finding the guy who's the owner. I'm like, hey, man, what what's going on? And he said, my business, he said, COVID hit us incredibly hard. He said, we, we're out of business. And this literally about this time last year. And I said, what are you talking about? And he said, well, we have primarily these ladies that go door to door to set up these, these events at people's homes. And because of COVID, we're now not able to go into anybody's homes at all. You know, we we work with primarily older people, and we're not able to go and and help them anymore. And so we just decided to shut down the business. And this business has been around for generations. I mean, it's been around for a long time. And so I'm, I'm studying their thinking, Rick and Kim, about the parallel here. Our business, primarily at Integrity, is working with agents all over the country, supplying them the products that they go and meet with people primarily in their homes to sell them products to primarily older people. And so we're selling to the same demographics. We're selling to the same people in a lot of ways. But our business responded, and we had a record year. And, in fact, 2020 and 2021 were both record years, year over year. And part of that is because of how our industry responded, that we are essential. And we started getting creative, looking for ways that we can – Serve people over the phone in other ways, whereas a very similar sales process, sales muscle, they just gave up, right? And so you step back and you think about how fortunate we are to be in in this business. And I think about all the people on this phone call that I'm, I'm thinking about that responded, the Sean Mikes of the world that said, "Well, get a launch here and go sit out in in, in in the yard, social distance, do whatever you got to do." I personally traveled hundreds of thousands of miles through throughout that period going out and doing things and and you just think about just how fortunate we are that we were able to be in this business and the fact that our agents and agencies that we support and our carrier partners and everybody just rallied together to recognize the essential nature that we're in and that that we can overcome in so many different ways and and I just I'm just I think it's important to realize how thankful we are, and I can relate to your mom. I started Integrity working out of my house, um, and I remember those early days. I mean, look, it is hard starting a business. And I remember those early days, and for years, things not going well uh, financially, and having to borrow money from Tom and Mike and others, and, and sitting back, going, "Man, I may have to get a waiting. You know, I may have to wait tables at night." I know this is going to work and you've got to have this this perseverance and you've got to, you know, fight through it. And so, you know, what Sherelle and and David and your your family has done is just really remarkable. And and you think about the two paths that that could have been, if they would have stayed in the jewelry business, it could have been like my buddy here in town, or you have this thriving business that you guys had just amazing uh, outcomes. Um, And so, well, you know, as, as you guys grew up in that, and you, you grow up with parents that have this entrepreneurial spirit, was this always your plan to join the family business? Did you guys know that you were going to grow up and, and be part of it? Or, or, or how, how did you guys get in, involved in the business?
0: You know, that's so funny because I, I, I feel like we're sort of the island of misfit toys. Um, you know, both really Kim and I—we we come from such varied backgrounds to get back into the business. But I—I I will tell you that it was absolutely my plan not to be in the family business. And, and and I had this this vision, right? As you know, you've described it. We we grew up in the business, and so we grew up through those lean years. And that's you know, as a, as a small child, you're watching the work your family's putting in, and what's going on, all the things that they've got happening. And I thought, I love science and math, Brian. Science and math means I should be an engineer, And that's mm. what I did. I went to engineering school, got my job at General Motors, and became a noise and vibrations test engineer of all things. And I, I like to tell people, like, you know, you've seen these rooms, right, where they, you know, people may be having some mental problems and they're in the straitjackets and they're all tied up and they're, they're in a padded room so they can't hurt themselves. And that was actually where I worked. I worked in one of those rooms with the big foam padded walls where sound kind of bounces into the wall, but never bounces out. So it's dark, it's dingy. There's no windows. You don't see light. And if you know anything about uh, working for, you know, General Motors, you start early. And man, I I could be in there for eight hours and, you know, especially through the winter up here in Michigan that, that, you know, we don't get a lot of sun anyway. I'd go in, it was dark. I'd leave work, it was dark. And it just took a couple of years of that. And it just kind of slowly drained the love of my life I had out. So at some point, you know, I think it was my mom and dad. I think it was really my mom. She could kind of tell something wasn't right. And basically offered me a job. I said, the greatest job ever. She said, if you take a pay cut, you can come work for us. And at that time, I just said, hey, why not? And honestly, it's here... Whatever it's been I think for me I'm at 28 years now here at the company so it's obviously been a great experience for me and it was actually really cool to work with my parents I know a lot of my friends actually think that that would be very hard to work with their parents but both my mom and dad were wonderful to work with my mom had a great reputation working with her customers you know very much just in tune with her clientele and my father kind of over the years kind of became more of the business side of it, right? Kind of managing that. Mom was always really the salesperson. The dad was more the business side. And I think I kind of came in and helped, you know, to really kind of continue on with what they created, what they started. And I just kind of kept building the business from there. As many of the people who know us, our our kind of claim to fame, we support other small agencies that are starting out. We can kind of help somebody really get into the FMO business. If they want to work hard and do the recruiting, you know our back office support can kind of turn somebody into a marketing organization pretty quickly with the platform that we've built but we just you know h- happy to be part of the team i mean this partnership in my mind as i keep thinking about it and the further we move on just really excited to contribute to the whole group
1: man that is that that is a great story about how you got completely away from the business and then you really <laughs> kind of came back and and, and then you appreciate it more, right? I mean, you mm-hmm. you appreciate it in so many many you know more ways that you can really support it even better. What about you, Kim? I'd love to hear about your story.
2: Well, actually, I, I kind of have the the same thought as Rick. I never really thought I would be in the family business either. When I left high school, I worked at I went to college, and then I worked at a bank for a very short time, and. At that time, I met a gentleman, he was a residential home builder, and he kind of rec- recruited me, and I worked for him for, gosh, almost 17 years, and I absolutely loved what I did there. I mean, I started as a greeter, and then I worked my way up as you know, being uh, the sales, and I was the superintendent and interior decorator, and I just, honestly, I found the love of working with people one-on-one and seeing their dreams become reality. And then I came on board at AIP in 2007, and that's kind of like when the home building crashed. <laughs> so I thought, okay, well, I guess I'm going to see my career change. And then I came to my mom and my dad, and they offered me a job, and I've been here ever since. And honestly, I'm I'm happy that it happened, and I couldn't be more happy than working for the family and being here a part of the team and, and seeing it grow. and. As, as Rick said, I, I really enjoyed, you know, working with my mom and working with my dad and, honestly, my brother as well. So being a part of the family and being a part of the family business is, is I think, where my heart always should have been. But I'm very happy to be a part of it now.
1: That is – that's a great story. Now, what do you guys I, – I'd love to hear your thoughts about this, this opportunity. And, and, Rick, you and I, you know, we talked – for for quite a while and just kinda of going back and forth and you you had just such a successful business that it was it was uh, it took some convincing for all of us to to convince you to have this opportunity to join integrity and, and really just the opportunity that we all had. What is it you guys are, are most excited
0: about now with being part of Integrity? Well remember I told you I had that engineering degree, Brian.
1: <laughs> well <laughs> and, I didn't when you said that, it
0: all kind of came
1: together. It's
0: not, I'm not <laughs> it. honest but, I wouldn't to uh,
1: say that at the time, but now i'm
0: now I'm willing to say it. Yep, right. It's hard to make these big decisions. You need all the data you gotta you gotta get out there and, and, and put all the pieces together. but you know i honestly brian i I've looked at what we've built as a company. And I, I know we did we did a decent job, and we and we have a great business that you know continues to run year over year, and we're celebrating 40 years in the business. So I I know that it works, but I know we need more. And I guess what I would say what, what I'm really excited about is this. And, and you guys have coined this phrase of the integrity effect, right? The idea of hey, when when this when integrity kind of comes alongside you, and you get to plug into all the other things and the other benefits. Uh, you know, there's this integrity factor to kind of see, you know, the future take off and to see growth kind of happen just because you're, you're part of this organization. And I can sense it, I can feel it, and I'm excited about it. But every, every person that we talk to at Integrity, man, I tell you, they promote the core values that you talk about. When they look at partnering, they truly do talk about partnering, like, hey, yes, this is an acquisition, but we are partnering with you to help you grow. And I'm excited to take a few hats off of my head, right? So when you, when you run the little business, right, you're, you're a little of everything, right? I, yeah, I may need to go wash the dishes. I may need to clean the toilet. I got to go do marketing now, and I got to put my IT hat on, and I got to figure out which cyber thing to do, and, you know, how should we do this? and How should we do that? And what I'll say is it, it, it's been fun, and, I, I, you know, I don't mind getting involved in all those pieces, but I think that the core root of our business is building relationships with good agencies and coming alongside you guys and allowing, you know, your IT team to take over and say, Hey, we're gonna take care of this. We're gonna protect you, we're gonna take, you know, set this thing up so that you you're you're all set and, and kinda of taking that hat off and passing it and say, Okay, you guys take care of that part and passing a few of these hats out to the integrity team, the folks at home in Dallas that are here to support us really to allow us to focus on, on growing the business. And I don't know if the folks over at Thomas Arts are going to be listening to this, but I, I'm counting on some really good things from that marketing group and from that ad agency 100%. to help us. Yeah, oh, I'm so, so excited about that that side of it because I, I know we do an okay job in my mind, but I know that there's more to be done. And I have often thought this, Brian, that if we can just find the ways to have more conversations about who we are and what our platform is and the company that we are... This is just going to go to the moon.
1: Yeah, I love that. Well, we are all committed to that. This is part of this idea of partnership and what we're all really, really committed to. And, and Kim, you, you mentioned this as well. I think I think part of the integrity effect is really the whole employee ownership plan that, that we came up with that said, We want everyone to be tied into the future value of this business. And it's really limitless as to what we can create. And and the sky is truly the limit of what can we all do together. And that employee ownership part about all of us being in this together creates such an incredible opportunity as well. And I know, Kim, you mentioned that, but I I think some of those things that people – really try to put their finger on, it. it is, it's is—it's hard in some ways because sometimes maybe it's not as, as obvious or tangible, but it's all of it together that creates something really special, and we're excited for you guys to, to experience that for sure.
2: We are certainly excited it's as well, Brian.
0: Well, it's, it's going
1: to be a lot of fun. It's going to be
2: fun. It is going to be a
1: lot of fun. And that's and part would... of it. That's part of it. you got to have fun while you're doing this as well, too, right?
0: Yeah, for us, it, you know, you talk about that employee ownership part for the employees, and I think the timing, you know, for this announcement here, kind of coming on the on the heels of the Silver Lake announcement, you know, that, I think that just cements it, right? You, you you tell it to the group, and and that's one of the things that we really like about this too is, you know, when you really sit down and think about one of the core values of being family, our employees are like family. Uh, we spent a lot of time with with the folks here at, at AIP. And for them to kind of see their eyes light up a little bit when that announcement comes through so they can kind of really get a sense and a feel for it, uh, it, it was fantastic. timing couldn't have been, been better for us for that.
1: I, I agree. And I I do believe we're just getting started. And I, I remember telling Raymond or Shard that when Raymond's the one who introduced us. And I remember telling Raymond that we're just getting started back years ago when we became partners and – And I know that as as we've seen this come together, I think we would all agree that we're just getting started, especially now with bringing you guys on. And so I actually wanted to have Raymond be the first to welcome you guys as an Integrity Partner. So, Raymond, are you there with us, my friend? I am, Brian. And, you know, like fine wine, some things take a little bit of time. But (laughs) I'm thrilled and and delighted that Rick and Kim and, and the entire AIP team are part of uh, integrity down. And I know that you, Rick, Kim, and your dad, they're all, you're all top notch individuals, have the same values that we have. And like Brian, I knew that this would be a very, very good fit for AIP uh, as well as integrity. We're very excited to have you guys part of the platform. Speaking from somebody who knows fine wine very well. That was very well put <laughs> right there appreciate you saying that. Well, Rick and Kim, were super excited. We're going to be making this announcement tomorrow. Can't wait for this public announcement to go out. I encourage everybody to like and share and, and to comment on this on social media and otherwise, but this is a huge announcement for the industry and it's certainly a huge announcement for integrity. So again, Rick and Kim, thank you for joining us this morning. Can't wait to have everybody know that we're now partners. This is an exciting day for all of us and super proud to be your partner guys thank you very much
2: brian thank you
1: all right hope everybody has an amazing week and god bless you guys all and happy birthday kendall we'll take care and we'll talk to you guys all
2: soon bye-bye happy birthday kendall Bye -bye.
0: Bye now